0: Welcome to From Hearing to Knowing. I'm your host, Charlotte Bear. Now, there's a lot going on in this world of ours. Good things, hopeful things, cancer research outcomes. But if you're the type of person who thinks, really, I'm just worried about The Future of Guacamole. Here's the article for you. Scientists have sequenced the avocado genome, that's right, rejoice, shedding light on ancient origins of this buttery fruit and laying the groundwork for future improvements to farming. With regard to modern affairs, the study reveals for the first time that the popular Haas avocado inherited about 61% of its DNA from Mexican varieties and about 39% 39% from Guatemalan ones. Avocados, by the way, come from many types, but Haas, first planted in the 1920s, comprises the bulk of avocados grown around the world. This research was published on August 6, 2019. The research also provides vital reference material for learning about the function of individual avocado genes and for using genetic engineering to boost productivity of avocado trees, improve disease resistance, and create fruit with new tastes and textures. I'm partially imagining a mango-flavored avocado right now. The study is important for agriculture. The growing global market for avocados was worth about $13 billion in 2017, with Mexico, the largest producer, exporting some $2.5 billion worth of fruit that year, according to Statista. provider of market and consumer data. Around the world, avocados are spread on tortillas, mashed up to flavor millennial toast, rolled into sushi, and blended into milkshakes, which is a popular treat in parts of Southeast Asia. Scientists sequenced not only the Haas avocado, but also avocados from Mexico, Guatemala, and the West Indies, which are each home to genetically distinct native cultivators of the fruit. The project was led by the National Laboratory of Genomics for Biodiversity in Mexico, Texas Tech University, and the University of Buffalo on the proceedings of National Academy of Sciences. Avocado is a crop of enormous importance globally, but particularly to Mexico. Although most people have only a taste, Haas has a couple of other types. There are a huge number of great avocado varieties and in species, but few people have tried them unless they traveled outside of the southern U.S. border. These varieties are genetic resources, said Luis Hereta Estrella. PhD, President's Distinguished Professor of Plant Geomics at Texas Tech University, who conceived of the study and completed much of the work at Langebio, where he is Imperitus Professor prior to joining Texas Tech University. Our study sets the stage for understanding disease resistance for all avocados, says Victor Albert, Ph.D., Empire Innovation Professor of Biological Sciences in the UB College of Arts and Sciences and a visiting professor of Nanyang Technical University of Singapore. Albert was another leader in the study with Herrera Estrella. If you have an interesting tree that looks like it's good at resisting fungus, you can go in and look for genes that are particularly active in the this avocado. If you can identify the genes that control resistance, and if you know where they are in the genome, you can try to change their regulation. There's a major interest in developing disease-resistant rootstock on which elite cultivators are grafted. Let's talk a little bit about the family history of this eccentric big pitted fruit. While the avocado rose in international popularity only in the 20th century, it has a storied history as a source of sustenance in Central and Southern America, where it has been a feature of local cuisines. Hundreds of years ago, for example, Aztecs mashed up avocados to make sauce called guanamoli. Before that, in prehistoric times, avocados and their megapits, not a nickname you want, in high school may have been eaten by megafauna like giant sloths. It is thought that these animals could have helped to disperse avocados by distributing seeds in distant locations. I'll let you use your imagination on the distribution. Just imagine sloths. Planting avocado trees. Just go with it. The new study peers even further back into time. It uses genomics to investigate the family history of the avocado, known to scientists as Percy americana. We study the genomic past of the avocado to design future of the strategic crop for Mexico, Herrera Estrella said. The long life cycle of avocado makes breeding programs difficult, so genomic tools will make it possible to create faster and more effective breeding programs for the improvement of this increasingly popular fruit. The avocado belongs to a relatively small group of plants called magnolids, which diverged from other flowering plant species around 150 million years ago. The new research supports but does not prove the hypothesis that magnolids as a group predate the two dominant lineages of flowering plants alive today, the eudicots and monocots. If this is right, it would not mean that avocados themselves are older than eudicots and monocots, but that avocados belong to a heredity line that split off from flowering plants before eudicots and monocots did. One of the things that we did in this paper was to try to solve the issue of, of what is the relationship of avocados to other major flowering plants. As it turned out, it was a tough question, because Magnolids diverged from other flowering plant groups so rapidly and so early on, at a time when other major groups were also diverging, the whole thing is totally damn mysterious. We made contributions toward finding an answer by comparing the avocado genome to genomes of other species, but we did not arrive at a firm conclusion. Magnolids were estimated by a 2016 research paper to encompass 11,000 known living species on Earth, including avocados, magnolias, and cinnamon. In comparison, some 285,000 known species were counted as eudicots and monocots. The Avocado as a Chemist and the Heritage of the Hybrid Haas Scientists don't know how old the avocado is, and the study isn't addressing the question, but the research does explore how avocado has changed, genetically, since it became its own species, branching off from other magnolids and moving out of its parents' house. The paper shows that the avocado experienced two ancient polypity events, which the organism's entire genome got copied. Many of the duplicate genes were eventually deleted, but some went on to develop new and useful functions, and these genes are still found in avocados today. Among them, genes involved in regulating DNA transcription, a process critical to regulating other genes, are overrepresented. The research also finds that avocados have leveraged a second class of copied genes, tandem duplicates, for purposes that may include manufacturing chemicals to ward off fungal attacks. Tandem duplicates are product of isolated events which an individual gene gets replicated by mistake during reproduction in the avocado we see a common story two methods of gene duplication resulting in very different functional results over time albert says in plants genes retained from polypity events often have to do with big regulatory things, and genes kept from the more limited one-off duplication events often have to do with biosynthetic pathways where you're making these chemicals, flavors, chemicals that attract insects, chemicals that fight off fungi. Plants are excellent chemists, Herrera Estrella says very passionate star he is. Having addressed some ancient mysteries of the avocado, the new study also moves forward in time to explore a modern chapter in the history of this beloved fruit, how humans have altered the species' DNA. Because commercial growers typically cultivate avocados by grafting branches of existing trees onto new rootstocks, today's Haas avocados are genetically the same as the first avocados planted in 1920s. These modern Haas avocados are grown on Haas branches grafted onto various rootstocks that are well-adopted for particular geographic regions. While Haas avocados was long thought to be a hybrid, the details of 61% Mexican, 39% Guatemalan were previously not known. The scientist's new map of the Haas avocado genome reveals huge chunks of contagious DNA from each parental type reflecting the cultivator's recent origin. Immediately after hybridization, you get these giant blocks of DNA from the parent plants. Herrera Estrella says these blocks break up many generations as you have more reproductive events that scramble the chromosomes. But we don't see the scrambling in the avocado. On chromosome 4, one whole arm appears to be Guatemalan, while the other Mexican. We see big chunks of DNA in the Hass avocado that reflect its heritage. We hope that the Mexican government keeps supporting these types of ambitious projects that use state-of-the-art technology to provide a deep understanding of the genetics and geomics of native Mexican plants, Herrera Estrella says. Okay, guys, get ready for this. The research was funded by C-A-G-A-R-P-A slash C-O-N-A-C-U-I-T, the Governor's University Research Initiative of the State of Texas, the U.S. National Science Foundation, Horticulture Innovation Australia LTD, and the Australia Bureau of Agricultural and Research Economics and Sciences, material sourced from Science Daily, provided by University of Buffalo, written by, well, look at that, Charlotte HSU. Not me. Content may be edited for style, dark, or dry sense of humor. Thank you for listening to From Hearing to Knowing. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe.